Today I'm joined by Gabriela Silvagnoli, who is a Puerto Rican-born people person with a love for video creation, art, and visuals. She studied at Boston University and graduated with a bachelor in film and television and a minor in art history. Gabriela's passion for art and design led her to the New York and London art world scenes. She has helped curate the artwork for countless residential and hospitality spaces worldwide. Thank you so much for joining us today, Gabriela. Could we start by um, telling us a little bit more about your background, please? Yeah, definitely. I'm so happy to be here. Um, yeah, I'm an art curator. I'm based in New York. I currently work remotely on a ton of different projects involving still art, motion art. My days are comprised of speaking with artists um, and helping them, you know, be a part of these projects. Um, I grew up in Puerto Rico, surrounded by colors and, you know, a real love of, you know, just vibrant art. Um, so I've kind of made my career my passion. Um, you know, I'm very into pop art art, modern, experimental, visual mediums. I love sculpture. I love dance. I love, you know, I studied filmmaking. So I've kind of combined all those things into what I do now. Um, I'm currently working at Loop Art. Um, that's L-O-U-P-E. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know it, we are an art streaming app. Um, we're kind of competing with The Frame TV in a way that if you know the frame TV, you know that you can see art on your television and it gives that illusion of having art on your screen. Well, Loop is an app that you can download on the Apple app or wherever you stream. You can go on our website and see how to get it on your TV and you can have art um, on any of these, you know, using our any of our channels and you can have different vibes if you wanted to have different color art or different types of artists. We have a lot of art. Um, and yeah, I've been with Loop for about a year now, and it was really, really fun getting to curate the art for our projects and and meeting the all of the amazing artists, including you, Anum. Oh, that's lovely. And it's just so wonderful. I can really hear, you know, your passion and interest in your voice. And I want to ask you, what was it about art curation that sort of really um, ignited your passion and sort of you know, made you think this is this is what I want to do. This is what I want to spend my time on. Um, what really sort of attracted you to art curation? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I set out to be an art curator. I think when you go to you know university and and when you're so young, you kind of just pursue things that seem of interest to you. Um, I spent a lot of time doing gallery internships and my first job out of school was at a gallery here in New York. And I, I think the more you do different types of jobs and just learn what you're good at, um, it really helps inform how you get a career in a certain path. Um, I think doing the gallery jobs, I worked in galleries and then I worked in art advising. Um, and I really, really saw that I had a passion for communicating with artists working to kind of problem solve and 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 take something that you are seeing on your screen or an image that you're seeing in person that's so so beautiful and sharing that with the world um I think art curation for me is 
you know, more than just a job, it's a lifestyle. I think, you know, if you came to my apartment, there's art everywhere and there's colorful lights and it's just, you know, it kind of extends into everything I do. Um, I love looking at images all day. I feel like certain, you know, I have friends that are like more verbal or they learn in different ways. And I think it's about, um, you know, art curation is really about looking and about, understanding what your client needs we do a lot of projects externally with clients who come to us looking for images um, by artists from a certain country or looking for new motion artists and I think a lot of that is um, being really mindful of what they need but also kind of infusing your taste in it I think that's really the really fun part about art curation is when you talk to an artist they have amazing work you you like working with them and then the client likes them too that's like the perfect like symbiosis so yes it's really fascinating to hear you know as an artist to hear the other perspective you know from the art curator's perspective and you talked about you know utilizing your senses sort of being um really kind of being visual um so i just want to ask you know is do you think there's like an instinctual element to it where you kind of have like a gut instinct or your own perception um how how and 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 also if there's also an emotional element to it as well um you know in terms of art sort of moving you and what's that process like and maybe you can tell us some of the artwork that really really deeply moved you and the impact that it had yeah definitely I think for me um it does come really instinctually I think um like I said, art is has been a love of mine since I was a very young child. And, you know, I spend my time in galleries and I'm constantly like just absorbing as much art as I can in person. I think there's something to really be said about the difference between seeing something in person and seeing something online. And I encourage anyone listening to, you know, go to all the galleries that are around you, go to the museums and experience things firsthand because it gives you such a different perspective um, I had this um, one of my last jobs. I was working at the video department for one of the major auction houses here in New York. And I saw a Joan Mitchell painting and it was so emotional that I almost started crying. And, you know, I've loved jo Joan Mitchell for a long time, but I think actually seeing the work in person, you the texture, the 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 mood, the 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 presence of it is just such a different um, experience. Um, I think with art curation, I try to really let my emotional side take over when I'm looking at an artist's work. And I I try to choose um, work that is new. It's something I haven't seen before. It's something that is exciting. You know, I think with art streaming, which is what we do at Loop, you know, seeing art on your TV, how many times has someone seen like a field, you know, screensaver or th that type of vibe. Like I I'm trying to break out of that and show like amazing art that you would see at a really, really sick New York gallery or really, really sick like London gallery or even Dubai. You know what I mean? Th these cutting edge places that have some of the best art in the world, bring that on screen so that people who may not be in a major city can experience it, even if it's through a screen. Um, I think showing art on TV is something that is completely underrated. It's seeing art on your phone or on your computer is very different than a really, really high end, beautiful TV that, you know, I, I think we we kind of underestimate our TVs and, and 
even our projectors, like seeing that blown up like that is really impactful. It's definitely not being in person with the work, but I think it's just gives a lot of artists the opportunity to share their work in a new, really cool way. And it also gives people the chance to constantly have new art in their home. You know, if you have, I always say like having white walls is the, the worst thing in my opinion, because it's just so boring. Um, so if you have a TV, you can have art. And yes, definitely a lot of emotion goes into my job, but also a lot of my logical, more A-type side with actually getting projects from start to finish. Um, so it's definitely a yin-yang of, you know. <laughs> fascinated. I'm, I, I'm absolutely fascinated. I was giggling there a little bit when you said about having blank walls. And I agree, you know, walls are there to um, carry messages in our home, isn't it? Of art, of what moves us and... Um, Coming back to circle in some of the points that you raised about seeing art in galleries, absolutely. Um, I personally recall an experience of a visiting, if I'm saying this correctly, the Fiji um, Gallery in Italy. And I think that was sponsored by the Medici family. Um, and it had the works of the old masters and just absolutely, I couldn't believe it just couldn't believe it, the work that, that was right in front of me, you know, from Leonardo da Vinci um, onwards and to Michelangelo's um, work. And it was just, um, it was a very humbling experience. And even the structure of the gallery itself, I think in art galleries, there's a certain aura and there's a certain atmosphere, you know, you kind of absorb the work and perhaps your own self is being absorbed in the process as well. Um, as being part of the audience. So absolutely agree with you there. Um, and you kind of talked about, you know, the, the various instinctual, emotional and logical processes that go into um, when you're sort of looking at art and, you know, in, in your curator, uh, cur curating the work um, or, or the collection, for instance, um, and really admire, you know, it sort of sounds like you're sort of working towards a movement to really move people with good quality, meaningful, in-depth art, uh, which makes them think. Now, what are some of the challenges of being an art curator? Yeah, um, I love what you said about the Uffizi Gallery. I, I absolutely love Florence and I spent my 25th birthday there. And yeah, it's 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 just insane to, you know, see David in person and see all these these works that you imagine a certain size and then you get there and it's uh, completely blows you away um yeah kind of pivoting to your last question um the challenges of being an art curator definitely come with balancing artists expectations you know I think we live in a world where we're constantly saturated with images on our phone every day and there's so many opportunities that come up, but a lot of the times I'm not the final decision maker in, you know, bringing a, an artist for a project. I might be absolutely obsessed with an artist and the, the you know, team that makes the final call um, ends up not choosing them. That's really hard for me. We just did a project where, you know, we spent months curating something and at the last second, um, one of the artists was there, the, the selection was cut in half. And that's really disappointing. You know, I, I think there are still a lot of gatekeepers in the art world as much as I am trying to change that. And as much as I think the next five to 10 years are going to completely change in the art world. I mean, we we already feel it, but I feel like 
I don't know, it, it just seems like the world is moving at a pace with technology and with everything that's happening that um, art kind of needs to catch up. And I, I felt it, um, you know, and I think we are going to continue to feel it. But I think the next 10 years are going to be insane. And I'm, I'm really excited about it personally. But at the same time, I think, um, yeah, there's there's a lot to balance with artists. And, you know, I've managed artists before. And I think um, it's a really, really tough job to be a manager in any capacity. You know, I've spoke to I've spoken to people who do music management and managing artists is amazing. Um, but it's also kind of like being a therapist. You know, you have to um be there for artists when they're not feeling their best and you have to kind of manage getting them to complete projects and a lot of times you know we're all human we're all just trying to you know survive and and do our best and and a lot of times that can be really tricky um I think with art curation what I've noticed and with work the artists I work with is that you know being transparent and being a really genuine person goes a long way in any career but especially work when you're working with other people you know, being really upfront about what a project is going to look like. So, you know, to anyone that is interested in working with artists, I think saying, hey, you know, this is not going to be like, especially with hospitality projects, they sometimes take six months to a year to sometimes two years. And it's like saying this is how long it's going to take. But I, the, the more we work on it, the more, you know, it's an actual possibility. And also, just bringing opportunities to artists that sometimes they might not be interested in you know it's it's a tricky balancing act but it's definitely really rewarding when a project gets completed so I always feel like really you know excited and happy about it but definitely it's not um it's not a straight line in any capacity it's a lot of work involved and a lot of late nights and a lot of late last minute changes um but yes definitely worth it Absolutely. And thank you so much for sharing your valuable perspectives. It just sounds so dynamic. And, um, you know, just touching upon some of those um, art Zeke guys that, yes, in the art world, like you said, there might be some gatekeepers, there might be certain barriers as well, and sort of the development of the of the art field. And um, it's really interesting to hear as an artist as well, you know, when you talk about the emotional um it, aspect because artists are emotional you know um not all artists maybe but I would say maybe the majority of art because one aspect of art even if you look at artists like Mark Rothko is to evoke emotion is to get us to be introspective and kind of think about oh you're looking at this piece of artwork what emotion is it evoking you what what are you looking inside of yourself and what is that transformative process that you're going through as a person which I think is so beautiful I think that's such a beautiful connection um and of course then there's that flip side, you know, for example, artists, when they go through their creative blocks or when they're feeling low or, you know, with when there's that energy drain and you kind of need to come up and you need to support them and just prop them up and just kind of have this nurturing, caring role, which I think is so fantastic um, to do. But equally, as an art curator, I can imagine, you know, it's it's challenging because there there are the time demands um but taking into your sort of perspective that you foresee that the there'll be changes and things will start to get better or you know accelerate at a better pace in the next 10 years um from a personal viewpoint i absolutely agree i think 
things are going to go at a faster pace, especially, you know, now that we have technology involved. Um, I think things will sort of start speeding up and um, we'll see more sort of trends emerging that are more maybe innovative, more kind of maybe more artist led and maybe more what, what the art art world needs as well I think that's something that would be really interesting because there is um you know there are discussions and there are talks and there are sort of concerns at some points as well about is the current art practices or the current art culture globally is it you know representational even if you're looking at sort of female representation for instance or other sorts of representation so circling back in on that I want to ask you what are kind of some of the trends that you personally foresee in the global art um, sphere? Yeah, I mean, I think really well said what you said. Um, but I wanted to just mention one thing before we, we get into like emerging trends. I wanted to say that for any artists listening, um, I think a lot of artists um create and don't do a good job of you know creating exposure for themselves and you know I don't think you have to go on TikTok and talk and you know talk about your art but even if you post every single painting you make on Instagram I will find it and I promise other art curators will find it I think when I'm looking for projects I literally scour like north and south to find what I'm looking for and the the brief and the criterion that is um part of my project and a lot of times I'll see like an artist has an Instagram and they have three paintings and you know I'll still contact them they'll have like 50 followers and if it's good I will contact them so just making sure that you're opening the doors of possibility um and kind of putting yourself out there because um and you know having your email really handy like I a lot of times I have to do so much digging to find artist information or, you know, artists won't check their DMs or like it. I think just really if you want to be an artist, really being on top of that side of it is really, really crucial. I think there is, you know, art for everyone. So, yeah, that's something I wanted to mention before we, we got into emerging technologies. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But it, yeah. absolutely. I, I agree with you. And I think it's so valid what you've said as well that and it's very encouraging what you've said that sometimes artists do you have to, you know, from a personal perspective, I focused on more kind of like academic art and things like that. And sometimes there's this shyness of like putting, you know, your art there, but you're right. An artist has to 360 kind of look at things. It's, you know, if you just kind of sit there with a painting in you and an easel beside you and a paintbrush in your hand, it's not like anybody's going to knock and sort of say, well, you know, you have to make that effort and 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 it it's it's very wise what you've said. It's very wise what you've said. So um what do you think about the trends that would be emerging? Yeah, I mean, I am really looking to sculpture right now. I am really, really inspired by sculpture. And I think um more and more th these these experiences where you can go and see something so gigantic, it seems almost like primal. You know what I mean? We're making the combining literal elements to create something to the skies is really inspiring to me. Um, I'm also, you know, the more and more that I am working at Loop and I'm doing art curation for them, I just see so much talented motion artists. Um, I'm really impressed by the way technology is moving forward. I met with a studio that they literally 
they have these like AGI, you know, artificial intelligence gloves that you, they can, they move their hand and it automatically scans their hand and they're able to create these animations that look like Pixar and, you know, things that I think year, like 10 years ago took three years to make are now taking seconds. That's super cool to me. I, I don't fully understand it, you know, I, it's also a medium that I'm just delving into, but I find it really, really cool that I think all of our spaces are going to be saturated with moving art around us. I think, you know, the whole um, Van Gogh exhibit that happened, that that like immersive room that was so popular for like a few months, like I think last summer is such an example of like, people do want to be surrounded by art and they do want to be literally immersed with it but you know i think also seeing um kind of some of the pitfalls of 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 those experiences is interesting as we we think about we don't want something that is just for instagram at the same time i think it you know there's a reason people visit the ufc gallery over and over because every single time it 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 just literally makes your heart pound and i think there's something about, you know, these experimental rooms where it's a projection of the Van Gogh and not the actual work that just doesn't hit the same. Um, so I think it's understanding how to combine that in a way that is just as impactful, but is still kind of generating that excitement. I, I don't know. It's it's a tricky line. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of making sense of it myself as I experience it. It's wonderful. I think, Gabriela, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get people to fall in love with arts. Um, the the passion in your voice, the you know, just it's just so wonderful, you know, to hear somebody who is a real advocate for art. Um, and then you sort of talked about the immersive art experiences. Those those are wonderful, and they they reach out to everybody. You know, even children um, can sort of can can be involved in those. Um, but I want to ask though. You know the the flip side. Um, we have you know emerging technology, and there's some wonderful art created using artificial intelligence, different forms of technology. But the question is then, what, what how, where, where is the traditional forms of art? You know, if we're just talking about painting on canvases, for instance, or if you're making craft arts, for instance, all this traditional sculpture you know clay-based sculptures for instance where is where is you know where, where 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 do you see that in in the future do you think they'll be diminishing or that there'll also still be room for that just in terms of a trend um because it does raise um I don't know, it it does it does raise concerns, I suppose, from some artists who are mainly focused in these arenas. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I listened to um a podcast, I forgot what it was called, but it was about kind of, you know, the emergence of AI and kind of how it can be compared to when, you know, portable music was created and when, you know, people didn't need live bands every time they went to a party and you could just have literally, you know, a DJ or um, whatever it was at that time, just a recording of the audio um, and how how all the musicians were so scared because they were like, why would they 
what you know what if you, if you can't have the live musicians it doesn't make sense but what they didn't realize is that like it's actually you know their music can now be heard by more people because they don't physically have to be there um i i think it'll be something similar i think there's always a place for paintings there's always a place for sculpture i think even with design i think people a lot of people don't realize how important good design is in their homes you know i really really if my boyfriend's an industrial designer so i am conditioned to be looking at shapes and curves and and just how much that affects your home i think art is you know we live with art in more ways than we can count um so i would not at all discredit the traditional mediums i think with you know generative art and ai and everything that's coming it will only make it more interesting and it will only help well i mean not only i think we don't know what's going to happen but i think it can help artists process and i think it's about learning how to combine the traditional processes with the new technologies um if anything i think specifically painting will become much more of something coveted and something you know i think we're going to be so used to seeing so many screens that it'll be nice to just go to someone's home and there be a really really beautiful painting um i think it always makes an impact and you know if if you're able to invest in any work i would say to for to young collectors to look on etsy to look on instagram to find people you like to ask artists, you know, a lot of times you can ask artists, hey, do you sell prints of this work? Would you make one for me? Or do you have a payment plan you can put me on? Because really investing in art that you, you know what I mean? Like you see an image and you cannot like, it, it it's, it, you recognize something in it. It's so important. Um, and it just changes the whole, the whole way you live your life. You know, I, I have this beautiful, photograph on top of my bed where I'm sitting right now and it's it's of a girl a girl and her she her back is to me and she's literally taking a nap and and it's just like this beautiful Italian countryside and she has room service next to her and it's just like it just creates an aura in my room of like okay it's like you know more exciting and more vibrant than just kind of it, it it's a little holiday every time I look at it so it's very nice especially living in a high-paced city like New York um, I think we underestimate colors and energies um, that objects give us and at the end of the day you know everything art-wise is an object that came from someone's mind and that they I put this time and energy into it um, so I I, I think as much as we move to the future, we're going to continue really valuing the past. That's wonderful. Um, and, uh, you know, really, really lovely to hear. Um, and and like you said, you know, just stand in front of a painting, the experience that one has, how one is moved by it, it's just incredible. And this concept and your advocacy of having art in the home, it's just so important, I think, it amongst other things as well I think it adds culture it helps one to sort of develop the sense of culture as well and to sort of really understand that it, not just not just what they're viewing but the whole experience um, because a lot of paintings are a communication tools for the artists there are you know messages through the paintings or um hidden depths through it or some photo, so, um, 
sort of expression. Um, you know, if you look down, like you said, in history, and you look at so the the Renaissance paintings or the paintings of the old masters, um, there there's almost an element of storytelling or a narrative or something that's been trying to communicate maybe about that era, about that time, or about the artists themselves. So it's really wonderful to hear how you sort of take all of that into account you talk about the colors you talk about the energy and the impact that it has on on us as human beings um so my last question would be um you know what 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 do you think the future holds for you as an art curator or what are your dreams for the future yeah um I don't know exactly what the future holds. I hope it's filled with lots of color and lots of beautiful art. I think I'm taking it one day at a time and just enjoying kind of the beauty of our world and the beauty of, you know, everything that's being created instead of focusing so much on kind of the bad things that are happening. I think there's a lot of joy around us and a lot of beauty. And I try to live my life like that and be constantly having you know, fun and, and just enjoying what I'm doing. I think um, that's what I hope the future holds for me. I think art curation wise, I want to continue doing it. I want to, I'm starting to do some art books. Um, so that is really exciting for me, you know, bringing artist work to the printed medium. I love, love a coffee book, uh, you know, a beautiful book that you can pick up and open and kind of, you know, it, it just brings back, brings us back to that tactile um, you know, a medium. Um, and yeah, I, I hope to just continue um, helping artists get their message out and to explore, yeah, the, who they are through their art.